Well, good evening and welcome to Spark of Light Spiritual Chat Show. My name is Alice Trevorrow and I will be your host this evening. We have a lovely guest um, with us tonight and um, the gentleman's name is um, Phil Shaw. Now, Phil is a spiritualist medium. He's also a trans medium as well. And he's attended many training sessions at the Arthur Finlay College and also um, the College of Psychic Studies. He's also um, a very well-known medium and has been a medium for well over 25 years. He teaches many students in mediumship and is a mentor to many great students from the past and to the future to come. He's also a Reiki practitioner as well, um, but there's a whole list of things um, that actually tag on with Phil that I would be quite interested to discuss and chat this evening. And I'm sure you will enjoy tonight's guest very much. So let us welcome our lovely Phil Shaw onto the show tonight. Good, Good evening, Phil. Good evening. Great. And thank Good you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. Uh, I know we've planned this and planned this, and it's kind of got set back many a time. But um, I'm also uh, I'm a believer in uh, divine timing as well. So it's great um, to have you here tonight and also find out about um, where things all began for you. Where did your journey all begin for you, Phil? Was it in childhood or, or was it later on in years? Well, to be honest, Alice, I think it all began really in childhood. But I was, as they say, blissfully unaware of the fact that I was being influenced and um, introduced is I think the most appropriate word to spirit at a, a certain period uh, of my childhood which usually occurred when I wasn't feeling terribly well and I was off school and at home my mom was looking after me and I was in bed and recovering from whatever the, um, the, the malady was and when my mom wasn't actually in my room, I used to be aware of a, a lady standing at the foot of my bed and she would smile at me and sometimes she would have flowers in her arms and other times she would have items like fruit or little toys and she would sort of present these items to me and um, I couldn't quite understand what she was doing there or whether I'd been asleep and I was dreaming or had been dreaming and I hadn't woken up properly or whether in fact my mum had let this lady into the house for some reason and she'd come upstairs to see me. Anyway, she didn't speak at all, but I felt a lovely warmth and uh, presence, a beautiful presence about her. And she seemed to be almost telepathically reassuring me that everything was going to be fine, that I was going to get well and that I was going to be, you know, very fit and, you know, well again. So that was that was very reassuring to me. But over and above that, she gave me a sort of a feeling of you are who you are. And that is very, very important. And you must never, ever forget that you and your presence in the world matters because you have a contribution to make, which is very specific and very individual to you. Although I couldn't really process all that very much on an intellectual level, I just got that feeling and that feeling stayed with me and always has stayed with me. And I remember after her reassuring me in that way that she would in some way not vanish instantly, but I would feel rather sleepy and close my eyes. And then when I opened them again, she'd gone. And then I remember saying to my mum, who was that lady that came to visit because she was very nice. She didn't say anything, but I, I, I liked her. And my mom said, well, what do you mean? Which, which lady? I didn't, there hasn't been a lady here. So I said, well, that's, un I must have, oh, I must have been dreaming then. And that happened several times over the space of maybe months or even several years. Probably I was in the age group of about eight or nine, maybe going into sort of early, teens I, I just can't remember but it was quite early and then after that nothing of the same sort of s s caliber happened but 
I would be aware of the fact that I was being sort of introduced to people that would talk to me about spiritual matters or that would talk to me in a way that I had to respond to them or I felt I wanted to respond to them in a way that wasn't necessarily physical, wasn't necessarily nuts and bolts English language. It was almost like I felt I could communicate with certain people without having to use words, that I could just think what I wanted to say and then they would respond in the same level. So all that period of my life really, I suppose up to early mid-teens, was of that description. So there was never anything concrete or specific. I could say, well, I had this, you know, amazing experience or I had, that, that was a real sign or signpost. But now in later life, I look back on that time of childhood and I realized that these were all very significant signs pointing yeah. in the direction of spirituality. Yeah. So from there, did you then later on start to go into training or? I didn't start training until I was in my, probably in my late 20s, uh, mid to okay. late 20s. And okay. um, I've told this story many times. So um, apologies to people that are listening that may have heard this before. But I was actually on my way. I was in my, yes, my mid-20s, I guess. I was on my way to a meeting in London in Belgrave Square. And I had some time to spare. And I was strolling along from the tube station into Belgrave Square. And I happened to pass the Spiritualist Association of Great Britain, their, their house, their building. And as I passed this um, building, I sort of looked and saw the outside of the, the building and the revolving door. And um, I was on my way to a meeting on the other side of the square. So I wasn't in any way feeling that I needed to stop and pay attention to this. I was just heading towards the place of my meeting. And suddenly I felt this sort of push from one side on my right hand, the right hand side of my body into the revolving doors of the Spiritualist Association of Great Britain. And I thought, what, what, am, I, what am I doing going in here? So I, I was sort of round the doors before I could, you know, think about anything. And I was standing in front of the reception desk that was just in front of the, uh, by the door. And this lady behind the desk said, oh, have you, have you come for the demonstration with Mrs. Northage? So I said, no, I'm, I'm sort of just going to another meeting. And I felt I had to come in here. I didn't tell her I was literally pushed by a force in here. But she said, well, you better go up now because they're all seated and they're ready to start. So she showed, pointed me towards the long staircase. Up I went to the Oliver Lodge Hall on the first floor, into the hall, and I think there were two or three seats left. So I went right to the back, took a seat, and Ivy Northage, the medium, she started demonstrating her mediumship. And towards the end of the, the meeting, she, she said, um, oh, uh, I have a message for that gentleman that young gentleman at the back of the room on the right and I looked to my left and looked to my right thinking who is she meaning and she said no no no, you you and so I put my hand up yes she said you she said can you see me after the demonstration outside I need to speak to you so I said well yes yes of course so she then closed the meeting and everybody applauded her and it was very uh, extraordinary because I'd never been to a public demonstration of mediumship so the fact that she was giving all these messages to people from as far as I could tell deceased relatives and friends and loved ones was quite astonishing and practically everything she said was accepted and so it was it was amazing to see and to experience anyway I met her after the demonstration outside and she said now young man she said uh, are you are you developing so I said, excuse me. So she said, are you developing your mediumship? And I said, no, no. And I said, mediumship? And she said, yes, what, what have I been doing? Mediumship. I said, no, I, I'm not. She said, well, you must come to my, my group, my development group. I'd like you to be there. She said, you have very strong potential as a medium, and I would like you to help you develop this. So I said, what? So she said, well, the, the group is every Tuesday, 7 o'clock here, and I will see you next week. Yes? 
So I said, well, okay, I was lost for words. I didn't know yeah. what to say. So yeah. anyway, cutting a long story short, um, I thought about this and I thought, well, you know, this is, this is amazing that she thinks I have this ability. I've got to go and find out more about it. So I went back the following week and, and, and I sat and then, you know, the rest is history. But just yeah. to, to dive, go back a little bit, um, when I came away from the demonstration, I came out of the building and I thought I'd sort of almost forgotten that I had a meeting to go to. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm an hour late for the meeting that I'm supposed to be attending. And I looked at my watch and time had actually gone back one hour. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. I literally had five minutes to get to my meeting. Uh -huh. so time had suspended. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, I didn't lose any time, got to the meeting and it was all, you know, everything was fine. But yeah. that's the story. So I trained, uh -huh. subsequently trained with Ivy for th uh, two years at the SAGB. Then she moved her class to the College of Psychic Studies, and I moved with her. And then I was upgraded to the, I think it was the third year of the training. And then I did another two years training with her in evidential mediumship. And towards the end of that year, she said to me, now she said, I think you're just about ready to start training for trance. And I said, excuse me, she said, trance, trance mediumship. You have the ability. I'd like you to sit regularly with my guide, Chan, and he will mentor you and instruct you in the do's and don'ts of trance mediumship. And we will take it from there. So <laughs> I suddenly found that I was starting then trance development with Ivy's guide, Chan. She would okay. go into he would come and then he would spend um, usually about 45 minutes, sometimes an hour with me, coaching me, taking me through every single aspect of trance development. And um, that continued for, I think it was two years. We, we, we worked together, Ivy and myself and Chan and myself all together. Yeah. How so, did that feel? How, how was that? How did you feel about that experience? Well, um, at first it was very difficult because... Um, I'm very, like, like so many developing mediums, I'm very conscious of myself and what is happening to me while I'm sitting for development. So evidential mediumship was, for me at that point, a lot easier than trance because all I needed to do was really just to pacify my, my physical being and my conscious mind and just listen to what spirit were communicating to me but of course with yeah. trance I had to subdue my mental faculty my conscious mind even to an even greater degree and Chan pointed out that I didn't need at that point to go completely into uh, an unconscious state of mind that he could work with me on a semi-conscious level mm -hmm. so that's what we did and he pointed out that my actual guides or the guides that would be eventually working with me would not um, come into my conscious recognition for some time because we needed to spend a lot of the training on actually pacifying my own conscious mind to the degree where my guides and inspirers could actually move closer into my auric field and mm -hmm. my spirit consciousness and then work with me in that way. So that's, that's... we're going to get that, a little example of that, though, this Friday, because you're coming to Spark of Light um, Spiritual Centre online on Friday, and you're going to do a trans demonstration uh, there. If anybody is interested at all, it's um, 7.30 till 9.30 that we will be on. And uh, uh, just contact myself if this is something that um, you feel that you would like to come along and and see phil at his work it is a charity night which is going um to a christmas candle vigil that we have got in december uh so that will the, the any money at all any you know even just a pound of donation going to um chas and um, robin house in balak for palliative care for the children uh and also for versus arthritis um a condition I've got four types of um, but it happens to children as well you know and people seem to think it's an adult thing but it's actually a children 
children can have this as well. So both charities are going towards this, uh, something I do every year at Christmas time as well. So Phil will be on this Friday. And uh, if anybody's interested, after your donation, get in touch with me and I'll... Um, in fact, no, the Zoom code's already on, isn't it? Yeah, so it's just it's just a case of um, a little donation if you can and join us Friday, 7.30 till 9.30. Well, I think this is probably quite important uh, for me to, to say, Alice, that on yeah. Friday, my guide Chung will actually be giving personal one-to-one -one life path guidance to individuals that have joined our evening. And this is very interesting because he's chosen to work with me primarily in this way rather than um or, or as well as giving um philosophy as he does in in churches and spiritual centers but he mm -hmm. spends a lot of time and in personal one-to-one -one readings giving people this life path guidance which is very helpful in terms of um understanding more clearly and getting greater clarity on perhaps where your individual spiritual development is taking you if you feel there may be any blocks or conflicts within yourself that that are preventing you from moving forward um, along this path of spiritual unfoldment. He will also address issues of a physical uh, nature that might, you feel, may be impediments or blocks in some way to you developing in certain areas, both physically and spiritually. So it's almost like a sort of a very mini, mini, mini reading, one-to-one -one reading where he will spend 10 or 10 minutes or so just on one particular with one person and then he will move from that person to someone else and around the room so you may feel that that is beneficial to you in, in terms of the way that he works yeah and if we can just emphasize as well phil can be contacted on on facebook um, and instagram and I've also got your email here as well, just for those obviously who can um, who can't see um, <laughs> because we're we're um, audio only. Is uh, Phil Shaw? It's uh, sorry, Phil Phil Aseric, Aseric, Is that right? Phil Aseric, yeah, at gmail.com. Can you own right? Phil Esoteric. P H I L E S O T E R I C philesoteric at gmail.com. Thank you. I couldn't read more in writing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and anybody who wants to contact me about um, coming on in Friday, you know, you can come on anyway, but if you want the Zoom code and, you, and you're not on Facebook or Instagram, then it's Alice Trevorrow, which is A-L-I-C-E-T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-W at gmail.com um spiritual psychic medium um of which i am myself so um so let us just now go a little bit um more now to your, a little bit of your your background as well because i know um phil that uh, i i do believe you are you still a casting director and, yes, and I'm a coach? casting director in the film television and theater industry I'm also executive producing, uh, which is something fairly recent uh, that I've started to do. And uh -huh. um, I work quite closely with two or three different production companies, um, working as a co-executive producer on various projects. But uh, I am a freelance casting director and have been for many years, uh, which means that I'm available to anyone in the industry, well, not anyone, but, you yeah. know, people that, um, have projects in theatre, film or television. Uh, I started out casting in commercials, commercial advertising, worked a lot in the corporate industry. And uh, it's something that's really been very close to my heart because before that I was an actor's agent. I was a theatrical agent for okay. quite a few years. And prior to that, I was an actor, a professional actor myself, having trained at drama school for three years and then worked in provincial repertory theatre, film and television. So I've really always mainly worked in the entertainment industry. And yes. this has stood me in very, very good stead for the spiritual work, which um, I eventually um, decided to um, follow 
because um, as you as you well know, Alice, any kind of mediumistic or mediumship presentation or demonstration demands certain skills in terms of public presentation, voice, um, and uh, physical relaxation and focus of concentration. And these are all skills that, that I learned, thank goodness, in um, through my drama school <laughs> and then professional yeah. training. I do understand that because um, my background was dancing when I was younger. Um, I used to do ballroom in Latin American. In fact, Shirley Ballas was my teacher. Um, but I, I did that for, for many, many years. So I got, you know, um, used to the audience and, and performance, etc. Um, but then I went into nursing, so things changed a little bit for me, you know. Yes. Um, but you never forget your route, do you? You, you never, never forget, forget your, your route. route. Yeah, yeah, where you all, yeah. Where it all came from. Yeah. And of course, in terms of confidence building and and being used to working in front of an of an audience, mm -hmm. and um, just the way that that you know you you deliver your 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 presentation, your mediumship, your address, all these aspects of of um, professional mediumship are all greatly helped by. Uh, an, an acting an acting training hugely yeah. yes so um, yes. I see now how all the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle <laughs> are very conveniently fitted together yeah and it is like that isn't it it is like it a is jigsaw like and now yeah. I try and pass that on through I work um, I run the open platform for medium developing mediums at Wimbledon Spiritualist Church uh -huh. And uh -huh. I pass on all these these tips and these these um, this training that I've I've had, which has stood me in such good stead, onto the students because whereas yeah. they are thinking that that the mediumship and the spirit communication is the most important aspect of their presentation, which of course it is, but that isn't any good. That's no good if you can't actually present it in a way that is coherent. To people that's right that's and that right. is interesting to people and mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than hearing a medium with a very boring monotone voice right. that delivers yeah. an address all on the same level so it's all coming out sounding like that all the time and everybody's falling asleep <laughs> that, no uh, that's true that's absolutely true yeah i, I mean your presentation does count you know um and your dress your dress code as well you know because from the moment you stand up on the platform um, it, it's normal for you know for us um physical beings um to judge what we yeah. see yeah. you know um you know so you're right you, you have to have the whole package you know and um, um, you know i think also in terms of, of of the voice and being being confident in in your delivery and being able to be heard because, you know, when we consider that a lot of people that come into our churches, uh, I mean, this doesn't apply so much to online or Zoom demonstrations, but in our churches, we tend to have a lot of elderly people that come in that have been coming to the church for years. Even if they're sitting in the, the front rows, they may still and have, you know, they may have hearing aids and they find it difficult to hear. Yes. So it is important that you a medium doesn't assume that just because somebody's sitting in the first few rows they're not going to have any problem being heard because mm -hmm. if their voice is weak or unsupported and it might be a, a very breathy voice so that somebody might be yes. talking like that from the platform That's right. you know That's right. and even somebody with with good hearing won't be able to hear them beyond the third or fourth row that's right so, and then you hear the back row say what well, was the it forget it <laughs> Um, I mean, luckily, we have a micro. We're mic'd at Wimbledon on our on our lectern, but not other churches might not be mic'd. So yeah. you know, all these things need to be very carefully considered and dealt with yeah. if, you, if you have a, any kind of problem. And you've kindly asked me to come to Wimbledon as well. Uh, uh, yes, indeed. And you're, I'm very, yeah, very and you're going to you're going to cheer on that day. So I'm really excited to go to to Wimbledon and yes. serve the church and actually see i've not seen wimbledon spiritualist church that well, really nice. we are very blessed at wimbledon because we are a very progressive spiritualist church and we embrace 
interfaith uh, religions and yeah. you know this is we are now broadcasting a lot of our services uh, via SPTV spiritual psychics TV every other week so oh, that those, I, those streaming are available to be seen on the SPTV channel um, anytime anywhere in the world and um, we get a, a very very large uh, number of people joining our Sunday services from all over the world in different time zones to um, see our services and demonstrations so we're very fortunate in that um, Richard James our TV producer uh, who joined us at the very start of the pandemic and did all our online services for us um, he took a great interest in our church and the work that we're doing and uh, this is how these stream services started so mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. very interesting because it means that all mediums that demonstrate on an SPTV service at our church have the advantage of being able to give spirit communication to all the any of the people online that are watching and the in-church congregation so the medium can switch from one to the other as they are directed or prompted to do by spirit that's good well that is really good i, I do think um i know it's a bit of a controversial topic but i do think it's good to have both because not everybody can physically get to a church no, no, exactly. and they miss out on it they miss out on it you know and you know i, I think it's so important that it's there for the people who can't go and for whatever reason and they're not missing out because why should anybody be missing out you know if you're yeah. a bit enabled and you can go and attend a church then please do go you know um, and support that church you know but if you if you if you're not fit and able when you can't go or it's too far away for whatever reason then you know it's got to be there for the people it's got to be there for everybody absolutely you Alice know? you're absolutely right yes you indeed yeah. so um, yes I just want to do mention that and give give a plug to SPTV for all the wonderful work <laughs> that they do yeah, yeah. It is a free channel. It doesn't cost anybody anything to yeah. come yeah. on to SPTV and view the services and view yeah. the wonderful work that they do every day of the week, um, 24-7 almost. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think I've been on it once. Yeah, I've been on it once. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I'm going on again. I've been invited um, by uh, Bill Hughes. Um, it's a Christmas oh, yes. one. I think you're doing yes. that one as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. yes I'm yeah, doing you're, the, you're for... doing the one in November. Christmas yeah. Day next, oh, this Thursday, actually, for Bill. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. yeah. And so the, one the SPTV yeah. channel is accessible through YouTube. So uh -huh. You just go onto YouTube and then you type in SPTV or Spiritual Psychics TV, and then you can see a whole range of services, workshops, classes, everything on their yeah. website, on Facebook or on YouTube. Yeah, well, I'll have a plug at mine as well now because if anybody wants wants to go to Sparkle Light Spiritual Chat Show, um, we're on Spotify and we're free to subscribe. There's no subscription on this and also YouTube as well. It's uh, uh, so also anybody that's free to subscribe, like, join, you know, um, it doesn't cost you anything, um, but it does help. It helps um, mm -hmm. with the promotion um, for keeping the show going and getting it stronger as well. So That's that would nice. be appreciated. Um, all you lovely people out there that are listening just now. And so I want to go back on a little bit to um, yeah. your, your trance, okay? Yeah. Uh, now, I know um, I, I spoke to you before, but I know you had said um, you're, you were influenced by um, White Eagle, was that correct? White Eagle. Oh, uh -huh. the uh, spirit guide, Grace Cook. Yes. Spirit uh -huh. guide. Yes. <clears throat> well, I mean, I've been influenced by many, many um, yeah. spiritual authors, writers, um, inspirers, guides. And I think we all take something from each mm -hmm. of these guides or teachers in, in, in the way that we best respond to their particular teaching. What I mm -hmm. might get from White Eagle may be different to what you get from White Eagle or yeah. Silver Birch or Red Cloud yeah. or Ramadan or yeah. any of these um, icons of the spiritualist mm -hmm. world. Your spirit guide, though, is it Chung? 
my guide is is called Chung, C-H-U-N-G. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. And he was the first guide. He was the main guide that came to me after I'd been working with Ivy and Chan for right. about a year in trance. And various um, spirits had spoken through me during that period of uh, before Chung joined. But then they, I was, it was explained to me that they were preparing the way for Chung's arrival. And okay. when I had reached a particular point in my trance development and a particular frequency and receptivity to his influence, then he was able to move in and we started to work and he started to speak through me. But it was quite interesting that when he first arrived, he spoke very much with a Chinese accent, which you, you know, you may expect from somebody yes. who has that name and is, is mm -hmm. identifying himself initially as a, a Chinese person. But he yes. later explained that that was only one part of his previous um, spiritual experience, as he puts it. That was one mm -hmm. lifetime. Uh, and that he's chosen to use that particular identity when he uh, introduced himself through me as his medium. But he did say that as time progressed, we would work, we would meld our energies and personalities together so that his Chinese accent would no longer be so pronounced and that my voice would, would merge with his so that now... It's not, it doesn't sound completely like me. And there's a, a sort of a, a flavor of the original Chung sound, but it's not altogether the sound of a Chinese man, if you like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think the voice coaching helps with that as well? When oh, absolutely, people... yes. no doubt. Yes. <laughs> absolutely no doubt, because Chan, that was Ivy's guide, mm -hmm. explained to me that when he first introduced himself to Ivy, he said, mm -hmm. now, look, you have, a, you have a choice. Either mm -hmm. you go down the evidential mediumship road or you go down the trance mediumship road. That's the way that we are. Those are the two options we are offering you in spirit. So mm -hmm. she chose the trance route. And he said, if you are using going the trance route, we have got to work together very, very closely. And I will be very strict about how you are trained, your development, the way you present yourself on a public platform, the way you sound, the way you speak, your elocution, your enunciation. It was the whole works, you know. So Ivy had to, who came from literally from a very working class background, working middle class, but she said, I really had to work hard for many years on my presentation. I had elocution lessons. I learned how to speak properly. And she would always come to a demonstration in full evening dress. I mean, I know that was something that was very typical yes. of, of her yes. generation and her period. And she wouldn't necessarily do that in a Sunday morning church service. But for the evening, she would appear with her hair. She'd been to the hairdresser. The hair was done. The, the makeup was immaculate. The dress and the, the vocal delivery was perfect. And mm -hmm. that's how Chan insisted that they worked together. Uh -huh. um, and that was something that Chung said to me initially. He said, your training as an actor, your voice, your presentation, and your ability to connect with an audience were all part of the preliminary process of developing you for this particular work. And I understood it all, and it all started to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can understand that, you know, I, I mean, spirit do work with the, you know, the faculties of what you have, you know, um, they do that with me, with, with nursing, with the dancing and, you know, uh, and, and anything to do with that, um, they'll, they, they work with that. Um, yeah. Also new things as well, they always bring new things into, into us as well, but yeah, you're right, um, it just makes... Um, Every medium works differently, don't they? Oh, you know, we all work differently, but we all work, or we should all work, with the same integrity, and that's the love and respect for spirit world and the people that we're actually delivering uh, evidential um, yeah. reading to. Um, as I always say to my students, don't give a message without the evidence, you know, 
um, never give a message without the evidence because there's no point in saying, well, granddad said, you know, well, who is granddad? You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> what was yes. granddad? Well, what, was, what was he like? You know, tell me about granddad. Give some evidence about granddad, you know, before you give a message, you know. Um, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, though. Don't you think now things are coming a lot quicker with people? People are just expecting this kind of whirlwind, you know. Um, whirlwind you know, delivery. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, it sort of annoys me in a way because mm. a lot of mediums seem to be taking shortcuts. You know, mm. they, they, they start there, they come to a lady, I want to come to you, the lady in the third row. Right, I've got a, a lady here that is, um, you know, she brings a very motherly energy with her. She's probably, or was probably in her late 60s, and uh, she had dark hair. Now, she's talking to me about the fact that you've been, uh, very worried lately about your daughter who has been doing this, this, and straight away we're in, we're in the message. Yeah, that's Without right. any proper evidential communication right. to establish that this is the lady who the recipient believes that it is. You know, yes. it's all very well to say I've got a woman of late 60s and she's got dark hair and she's got a motherly energy. Well, yeah. to me yeah. and to you, uh, yeah. presumably, that yeah. isn't sufficient evidence. I no, need more evidence from that communicator where yeah. where they were born or where they worked or something about right. their family upbringing or what they liked eating or what they liked, how they dressed. Um, and I think it is important to mention, if they mention it to you, how they passed. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I get mm -hmm. criticised sometimes for saying, oh, people don't want to hear about how people passed mm -hmm. and, you know, that they don't want to linger on that. But if there's something very mm -hmm. relevant to that yeah. person and that person will be recognized by the recipient yeah. by telling the medium the mm -hmm. more specific detail about the passing then it is important isn't it yeah it is important yeah. plus after someone gets a message you, you know it, it's common that people will say you know um well i mean that was a really good message but i, I don't really know if that was my mum though I don't exactly. really know if it was my mum, though. But, I mean, the message was good, you know. So, okay, was it a psychic reading then that you got? Was it a good psychic reading that you got? You know, yes. because that's what the difference is, you know. Don't yes. don't claim it to be mediumship. When it's psychic, no. just be no. honest and say, this is actually a psychic reading I'm delivering here today. Um, you know, because it doesn't matter how good the message is. If you come away and you have not got that essence of that spiritual connection of it being mum, exactly. then it wasn't mum. It wasn't. You know? it, wasn't. Yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. And yeah. also, you know, when a medium says, well, you know, uh, I'm getting the name, I've got Joe and Doris and Robert and David, yeah. all names yeah. being called from spirit. And then they move to something completely different. That's, and you think, well, what right. is that about? Why do that's we need right. to know that, you know, anybody can grab names out of the air and you that's probably right. do know a Doris or did know a David yeah. or did know somebody else. But yeah. it, it's it's insubstantial. It is. It is totally. It's and not I'm, evidence. It's not evidence. I unless you I'm very hot on dates as well. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like to say to people, right, uh, can you take January, March, June, September, yeah. October, yeah. something for anniversaries or birthdays or passing? What does that mean? Yeah. I'd rather say I've got the 13th of March or the yes. 27th of July as a birthday yes. or a passing. That's right. Like, oh, That's yes, right. I know that 13th of July is my sister, yeah. was my sister's birthday or yeah. the 27th of October was my father's passing. And yeah. then they've got something to hold on to. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you, you pointed out something there that's quite important as well because, um, yeah, I have seen like, um, you know, maybe a medium come out and say, oh, actually, you know, and well, your father's given me, say, the 23rd of January and, and he's given me a birthday around that. And the, the, the person in the audience saying, no, I can't take that. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely getting that. I'm de you know, do, will you hold on to that? Because he's definitely given me this as a birthday, 23rd of January, and you're still getting, no, no, I can't take mm -hmm. that. And then at the end, the person coming up to you and saying, oh, gosh, I can't believe I forgot about that. That's actually yeah. my son's birthday or or yeah. something really relevant, you know. Oh, and then, yeah. yeah, and then the medium then then saying, um, 
it's so annoying when they do that because you look like a fool up there as if you got it wrong, you yes. know. And then when they and then when they come back at the end, you know, you know, and then they tell you they could take it, you know. It's so annoying, you know. But I, I always say, well, you know, but you're not a fool. You're a fool in whose eyes? Because you're not a fool in spirit's eyes, no. you know. No. Because you no. passed on the right message, and if they come to you at the end and they tell you that, yeah, then mm. then so so be it. You know, so yeah. so be it. You know, it, it's not about you. You know, no, no, and I, no. I always try to get that across as much as I can. But you know, I know it takes a lot to maybe get out of that little hole. You know, of, you know, no, oh, I was no. up there because I kept saying no, and then they come at the end and say, "Oh, I'm so sorry." But you know, you can catch an audience. You know, and it's happened to me. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. remember I've been in an audience and somebody said something to me, and then it was afterwards I thought, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? And I thought, oh, you know, but then I'm just being me. I'm not being the medium. I'm just being me. You know, being so you. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, so um, yeah. This is something I try to impress on the students at Open Platform yeah. who invariably come on and start and say, uh, can you take January, March, June, April? And then I say, wait a minute, stop there. I said, why are you just picking these months? Are you being given these months by a specific communicator or are you getting them from different communicators? Oh, well, I don't really know where I'm getting them from. Yeah. I'm just sort of seeing or hearing. I said, yeah. well, it, it's not very much help to the recipient if you're giving January, March or October, but you don't know who's telling you about these months. Go back and ask. You see, they, they forget to go back and ask. They do, they do. Well, I've been they given do. that, so I must give it out. But yeah. think about that before you give it out. What That's is that right. recipient going to, to feel? If I get a medium saying to me, well, I've got uh, January, does that mean anything to you for an anniversary? I could say, well, yeah, it's a birthday or a, a passing and a, something else, you know, but that's no, that's not evidence. No, it's not. No, it's no, not. No. I know. And, and I don't know, but you'll get students as well that will come and really want to learn and they will listen to what you're saying and they they will want to really learn. And then you'll get other ones that will think, you know, oh, you're just too hard a teacher, you know, and, dis and disappear and don't come back again. But they go to somebody that will tell them that they're doing wonderful and, uh, you know, yeah. what a great connection you have, etc. Um, You know, and you think, you know, that's quite sad because... Some of those people that have left, you've never heard or seen them again, do you know? No, um, no, no. You know, yeah, um, I don't believe in, you know, I think you've got to be very kind and understanding in your teaching. Have. You have. But I don't necessarily believe in handling students with kid gloves. You know, no. you have to be, there's this old saying, isn't You want there? honesty. You want honesty, it's you know. Almost, well, I don't mean cruel to be kind and not cruel in yeah. a addictive yeah. sense, but... You need no. to be tough because that's how, you know, when I trained with Gordon Higginson, I did yeah. many workshops and several training weeks with him at the Arthur Findlay. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, tell oh, us about that. That was, that was amazing. That was an amazing time to, to work at the college because you had Ursula Roberts, you had Mavis Patilli, you had Glenn Edwards, um, yeah. Gordon himself. And so you would have very, very rigorous discipline training from all these people that had all come up the hard way through, you know, church circles, home circles, and mm -hmm. knew what they were talking about. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying people today don't know what they're talking about, but it was a it was a different kind of training. It was. Training that, um, you know, made, made you aware of the fact that you can't learn mediumship in five minutes. The respect was Sadly, there. That, that is one of the messages that mm -hmm. was, I think, being yeah. put across during the pandemic and the online uh, time of, of, of mediumship. Right. Because right. any anybody that tells you that you can learn mediumship in a weekend or, you know, on a three-month course has got it very, very wrong yeah. and been misinformed. Because as yeah. you know, mediumship, de mediumship development can take a very, very long time. And I don't really think we ever stop learning, do we? No, in we any, never stop. It's continuous. Even when you pass over, it's continuous. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you mentioned uh, nursing and dancing. You never yeah. stop learning in those fields either. No. no. You go on learning. 
yeah, it is continuous. It's you know, it's it's uh, baby steps with it all, you know, and it's it is a it is a beautiful journey, but it's not a race, you know, it's not a race, mm. and it shouldn't be, you know, put across that way either. I, and I did meet Glenn Edwards. I did a trans course with Glenn. He was oh. a lovely man, lovely, mm. lovely man. Mm. Uh, Mavis, I've met as well did, did courses with Mavis and Paul Jacobs um, but I didn't meet Gordon Higginson no. I didn't meet him um, I would all love to have met Gordon Higginson yeah two of the things I remember that he said to me which I've never forgotten one he said leave your ego outside the door before Correct. you come into your development class and before you come into your church demonstration yeah. leave your ego outside because ego has no part in spiritual development or presentation. I mean, obviously, we all have an ego and a healthy ego, yes? Yeah, we have to have a little bit of ego to be able to stand you know, up there in the first place. On the yeah. in the place. But he was talking yeah. more about the narcissistic That's kind right. of... That's right. Yeah. And uh, look at me, yeah. aren't I good? You know, I can give yeah. messages to anybody. And, yeah. So none me, of that. Me, me, me. <laughs> um, he, would, he would certainly give you credit where credit was due, yeah. but he wouldn't, um, you know, he'd be quite quite fair with his um, uh, praise to anybody, but he wouldn't go overboard. So no. he would, um, that's he right. Would, I heard that. Yeah, yes, I heard. Yes. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And he um, was very hot on saying, "I don't yeah. want any waffle. No waffle. You get to the point of the." communication so you get specific information from your communicator if they're not giving it to you clearly or you can't hear it clearly or see it ask them again to uh -huh. give you further information clarification uh -huh. yeah. until you are ready to give it to the recipient so this that's, is what he meant by yeah. no, yes that's no so funny because last night sorry 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 no yeah. no he no. was talking about don't go around the houses all the time you know just yeah. give it straight as you are getting it but make sure that what you are getting is meaningful to the recipient yeah um i'm just pulling back to when you said waffle because last night i had a student's night and it's part the first night i've ever said ever said this but i said i said oh you're 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 starting to waffle on you're waffling here do you know and afterwards i thought did that word come from do you know, I never normally say waffling, you know. Uh, yeah. you know, it was just when you said, <laughs> said that, you well, know. You and I have all seen mediums that stand on the platform and start a message, and uh -huh. it goes on and on and on and on to one particular person, and you're looking mm -hmm. at your watch thinking, this has been about 20 minutes, this message. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like a one-to-one -one reading. And yeah. when you finish, when they, the medium finishes, and you review quickly in your mind what was actually said to that person, you realise there was very little said yeah. that was actually evidential information. Yes. And yet it took 20 minutes to get all that waffle out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry if I'm sounding yeah. very critical, but yeah. I think all these, yeah. these things we're discussing need to be said now. Yeah, yeah you know it's important it's learning it is learning it is learning and i think you know it also nerves plays into it as well you know um but if you can learn from something and and be told well it was a good demonstration but really you only managed to do three people because it went on so long then if yeah. you can take it not as a criticism but more as you know okay right okay right i need to work on my timing on this timing then, is so important then that's that is what it should be nothing should anything that's critiqued shouldn't be taken as being you know um you're getting at somebody you're actually trying to help them do you know um and mm. i wouldn't take it as um and I, I never have when i've been critiqued i've never ever took it to heart and thought you know this person's just having a go at me i've always thought this person's wanting to help me for the best interest on my own mediumship, you know? That's right. That's right. And I yeah. think some mediums, they feel very obliged to go to as many people in the congregation or in the audience as they possibly can go to in the time allotted for their demonstration. So therefore, yeah. they might, and you and I have both seen people like mediums like this, 
where they will probably maybe go to 10, 15 people in the space yeah. of an hour. But all those people, they may have got something, little tidbits of information, but that is not the way necessarily that I like to work because yeah. I like to make sure that A, the communicator has been fully understood, recognized and accepted, and then that the message that they, they're giving is meaningful and helpful in, yeah. in the way that is only relevant to that person it's being given to, rather than just come straight to a person and say, oh, I've got your mother here, very nice lady. She's saying da 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 Is that all right, dear? Thank you very much. On to the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, well, maybe, yes, they might hit on something that is, is pertinent, yeah. but that person will leave the demonstration thinking, as you said, Alice, well, that was helpful in a way, but I don't know whether that was my mother. That could have yeah. been anybody. Yeah, that's um, right. So they probably got that psychically. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. I know. It's not, it's not the kind of message that would please Gordon Higginson. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Um, I'm sure he's up there and um, working hard with Mavis Patilla now, um, you know. But, you know, I look, at, I look at mediums. Let's take two extremes here, the oh. younger and the older. Uh, the younger, somebody like um, Craig Morris, yes? Uh-huh. And watching him work and uh, the way in which he delivers the evidential part of the, um, the communication and then follows it straight through with the message. Uh-huh. And... And then look at look at somebody like the late Mavis Patilla, who who did the same. She she understood how to uh, frame a message, understood mm -hmm. how to um, get to specifics in evidential communication, mm -hmm. and she put that all together, as indeed Craig would, and then and then deliver it in a beautifully yeah. beautifully wrapped message, and it, it's a beautiful yeah. experience. As I always, you know, anytime watching Mavis though work, you felt spirit there. Yes. You felt the yes. essence of spirit there. Yes. It, uh, it was just amazing. It was amazing. You know, uh, I could have listened to that woman from morning to night with the speech and the talking that she would do. Um, her addresses you know, were. were um, her addresses and talk. Yeah. Yeah, but even like if you went on a workshop with her when she was teaching you, you know, um, a lot of her stories as well, you know, it was like, oh, I felt that. Oh, that's happened to me. Do you know, um, it, it was just great to listen to her and then hear how she would then say to you the way to go forward from that, you know. Well, the way to go forward, she was very, um, huh. very hot on that. Yeah yeah definitely yeah so what's coming up for you now phil what what what's coming up for you um you mean in the in the immediate yeah. future or hmm. yeah have you got things planned for next year is there anything planned coming up or or are you just taking things as it comes um well uh, i've got a lot of bookings already for next year which i'm uh -huh. very pleased about and uh, not just bookings in the uk but bookings uh, abroad as well and uh, that's good and I'm hoping to visit uh, the USA and Canada either at the end of next year or early 2025 Lovely. and towards the end of this year I'm fully booked until well in the run-up to Christmas yes but yes. I try and pace it all because yes. I'm a great believer in that you know we all have a life outside of our spiritual work although Absolutely. we are here and now uh, you know, we have other aspects of our lives which perhaps need to be dealt with and, and developed. Uh, mm -hmm. our, only our career, professional career, day-to-day -day jobs, but also our professional or rather our personal interests. Yeah. And uh, I have quite a few personal interests and uh, I write a lot and photography is one of my um, uh -huh. main interests as well. And I yeah. coach and do a lot of voice coaching and presentation skills coaching with actors and in my mentorship of mediums as well yeah. so you know it is important that we we aren't sort of doing mediumship or for me 24 yes. 7 yes um, yeah 
I understand. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got to get yourself grounded because um, you start, you know, you start feeling quite exhausted when you don't, you, you know. Do. I mean, when I look at mediums that are working almost, you know, five, six, six evenings a week. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, and, and then, oh. I think well that's that's fantastic that they they allocate that time to yeah. the work, but um, you know yeah. I do need I do need and I'm sure you do I need downtime and yeah. recuperation time. Yeah, absolutely. You've got your family as well, so you've got to have that gap there, haven't you? I think it's yeah. all about the discipline of it as well, isn't it? It's it's learning it's, that it's discipline. About discipline. Yeah. It is. It is. And yeah. um, you know I do like to keep busy, but um, yeah. I like to vary. Um, what I'm what I'm doing and uh, usually whatever I'm doing has some kind of spiritual component to it mm -hmm. even if it's yeah, not yeah. In message giving and trance work whatever it's it's um, I mean I like to think that my photographic work has a has a very strong spiritual element to it uh -huh. and uh, I might as well give myself a little plug here Anybody that's interested can see my photography on Phil Shaw Spirit. Uh, see, I'm saying that again now. Phil Shaw Photographic on uh, Facebook. Phil Shaw Photography. There you go. There you go. I always like to just get feedback and see what people think yeah. about the kind of work that I'm that I'm doing, and also my writing. That's taking a very spiritual direction, and I'm working on a book um that ties in um astrology tarot and spirituality together oh, lovely. So, lovely. Um, um, so when do you think that will be published oh i have no idea alice really no, um, i'm taking my time with it not yes. to the extent that i i'm thinking well you know it'll get done when it gets done but i don't want to rush it i want to just no. feel i'm inspired mm -hmm. to sit down and write for so, so many hours Every week, mm -hmm. and then I will do that. Yeah, um, no, that's I will, that's. I would be thing. too rigorous on myself about it. Must be done by a certain date, you know. I don't. Yeah, I don't have no. a publishing deal, so I don't have a no. specific deadline to meet. Yeah, and you've got to enjoy doing it as well. You've got yes. to enjoy doing it, yeah. you know, which is important. Well, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you, Phil, um, for being on the show tonight. It's been absolutely great having you. Well, thank and you, Alice. Um, forward to friday and looking forward to this friday and um, for anyone listening 7 30 till 9 and uh, if you go on to facebook spark of light spiritual center or alice spiritual medium and psychic page then you will find all the information about this for this friday okay you can also contact phil and um, as i've previously said um through email facebook instagram uh, or myself through email too okay so um i'd like to thank you for tonight and uh and before we we close as well um a reminder to everybody you know to just register you know it's free to subscribe to spark a light spiritual chat show on spotify and also youtube and it's we are normally here thursdays at 8 p.m Okay, so um, I'm looking forward to my next guest next week. And without any further ado, I'd like to just say thank you, Phil. And thank say you very much, Alice. I've very much yeah. enjoyed being on your programme. And I look forward to seeing you again on Friday. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. So to everyone else, I'd say good night. Take care. Look after yourself and each other. <laughs>